You're listening to AIB Market Talk with our latest financial market update. Hi and welcome to our weekly AIB Market Talk update on Tuesday, July 30th. I'm Gavin O'Carroll from our Customer Treasury Unit. AIB Senior Economist John Fahey is with me to discuss the ECB, Fed and Bank of England Central Bank meetings. John, the latest ECB meeting concluded last week. Bring us up to speed on where the Governing Council is regarding their policy outlook. Yeah, so last week we had the uh, Governing Council meeting for July and we got a very dovish message from the uh, ECB. So they gave clear guidance and a clear signal that policy easing is very much imminent and on the cards at its next meeting in September. So they provided this indication by first of all reintroducing their easing bias in relation to interest rates and the forward guidance there. So they brought back in the reference to lower rates. That's a clear signal that interest rates uh, are going to be cut. But also in the meeting statement and the press conference, President Draghi emphasised that the ECB is determined to act as well as being willing to use all available instruments. So what does this mean? So it means they have, and he also talked about a package. So within this package, potentially it could include cuts to key interest rates, a change to its forward guidance. At the moment, its forward guidance is now saying rates remain at their current levels or lower levels, at least through mid-2020, but also they may restart their net asset purchase programme, in other words, their QE programme that has been on hold for the last number of months. So why is this? Well, the ECB looks at the outlook. It's concerned the fact that uh, Eurozone growth has slowed, and this makes it much more difficult then for it to hit its inflation target. The other thing it's concerned about too is inflation expectations have fallen. So all in all, the ECB deems that it needs to do more and act and introduce new monetary stimulus in order for it to be able to hit its inflation target, uh, which is close to but below 2%. So we're very much waiting uh, for its next meeting in September to see what happens there. In terms of market expectations, the market's expecting a 10 basis points cut in interest rates uh, in September. And then it's got about another 10 basis points cut priced in as we get in towards midway through 2020. So that would put the depot down at minus 0.6. Interestingly enough, last week too, uh, President Draghi referenced potential tiering of these uh, negative interest rates just to mitigate potential downside that there may be there for Eurozone bank profitability. So it should be an interesting month meeting in September and in the lead up to then plenty of speculation in terms of what the ECB actually will do. Of course most of Europe is on holidays in August. The politicians and bureaucrats included as well so Mario Draghi's last meeting in charge of the ECB will be that September meeting before Christine Lagarde takes over in October. It will be interesting to see who pulls the interest rate trigger, either Draghi or Lagarde, I September or October. Would you think it's more likely October? Uh, no, in terms of what we got the last day, a pretty clear signal, President Draghi referenced too, that they'd have their updated staff projections by September. So it looks as if they'll want to go on September because that's when they have their full set of economic forecasts for the outlook. So it's usually the, the time they prefer to take action after they've had an updated set of macro forecasts. So it looks very much that September is on the cards for, for some action. Interesting because Germany obviously is showing potential recessionary signs and you know being the largest economy in Europe it's uh, it's the engine of growth historically now it's potentially a drag and in the context of heading for the 31st October Brexit deadline it is a fact that the ECB is going to be watching closely I'm sure. Yeah so they're, they emphasise that that they're looking at all incoming data we had the German IFO survey last week which is a key survey of the German economy it, it came in at low levels disappointed at the downside so it does suggest that the German economy has already lost momentum and it didn't regain any 
momentum at the start of Q3 for July. Uh, but one thing President Draghi did say, though, and a direct quote from him was uh, he deemed the recession risk for the Eurozone has been pretty low. Uh, so he referenced the fact that service sector was holding up well, construction sector was doing well, labour market was continuing to improve, which was supporting consumer sentiment. So the big weakness for the Eurozone has been uh, especially German and Italian manufacturing, manufacturing yeah. and that's linked to what's happening internationally. But he emphasised the uh, other sectors of the economy that are still holding up. Okay, John, we want to get to our main event. This is another busy week for Central Bank, uh, from a Central Bank perspective. US Federal Reserve on Constitution Avenue in Washington is front and centre this week, with markets fully expecting a quarter of a percent rate cut this Wednesday night. Then we move to London Thursday. Just give us the Wednesday night feel in terms of what the Fed will do. Yeah, so as you say, the market's fully priced in a 25 basis points rate cut. So I think, take a step back for a second, we had the ECB last week, very dovish, and now we have the Fed that are going to cut interest rates in all likelihood this week. So it shows that the global monetary policy agenda is is on a much more dovish footing uh, now in terms of potential for rate cuts. So in terms of the Fed, given the fact the market's fully priced in the rate cut on Wednesday evening, of much more interest will be what does Fed Chair Powell say regarding potential for future rate cuts. If you look what the market's expecting, by the turn of the year in total, the market has roughly 75 basis points of cuts priced in. So that includes the 25 basis points cut in mm. July. It's probably another 25 basis points uh, priced in for October, followed by 25 basis points December, January time uh, as we get in towards the year end, the beginning of 2020. So what we look for this Fed meeting and what the market will be looking to see is, what does Fed Chair Powell say regarding the potential for, for future rate cuts? He's like likely to couch this rate cut very much as a preemptive insurance cut. Our own house view is potentially we could get one more rate cut uh, from the Fed by the end of the year. But the key thing that will determine the magnitude of any rate cuts from the US Federal Reserve will be incoming US data. And this is something we've emphasised before in these podcasts is that the US economy and data has held up pretty well. Mm. We GDP better than expected this week. And in fact, on Friday, post the Fed meeting, we have payroll data. So Unless there's a serious deterioration in the US macro data which suggests the US economy is going into a downturn, then this may limit the extent to which you do get uh, rate cuts from the Fed. Okay, moving across the waters, across the Atlantic to the Bank of England's announcement due Thursday. What do you think? So when we look at the Bank of England, like everyone else, the Bank of England is waiting clarity on Brexit. Uh, So it's very much on hold at the moment and it can't really make any key decisions till it knows what way Brexit's going. So its forecasts are based on the assumption of a smooth adjustment, in other words, a soft Brexit. But really it's it's on hold, just awaiting to see how that develops. Interestingly, the market compared to two to three months ago has now priced in a rate cut rather than a rate uh, hike. So the market view in terms of futures contracts uh, suggests the market's uh, discounting a 25 basis points cut in the bank rate by the first half, around Q1 of 2020. But it's very much dependent on how Brexit develops Mm, in mm. terms of what the Bank of England will do. Its most recent meeting, what we saw was it was less inclined to hike interest rates. Uh, And given, as we said there, what's happening globally, it looks as if the next move from the Bank of England is either uh, no changes to rates or uh, a rate cut. But that will very much depend on how Brexit develops and when Brexit actually happens. John, you mentioned US non-farm perils are out this Friday. Anything else of note this week in the data front? Uh, really the key thing is it will be the non-farm payrolls in the context of where the Fed is and what we can expect from the Fed 
going forward in terms of uh, other data. So we get a raft of labour market data in the US in terms of wage growth and the unemployment rate, but really is the focus from a US perspective is on US payrolls. From a Eurozone viewpoint, we get the first estimate of Q2 GDP, so that's likely to confirm what we already know and what we already expect, that the Eurozone economy lost some momentum in the second quarter. And from a UK perspective, it's very quiet. So really the focus on the UK is all things Brexit. Uh, and in terms of headlines that comes okay, out from that. Super. And for Ireland, we've got the PMIs out this week and we've also in AOE got a Brexit sentiment index uh, due to be released this week also. We'll, we'll cover that in separate podcasts. Just like thinking through Boris Johnson's election as PM last week, Euro sterling has settled around 90p over recent days. Euro dollar is a touch lower around the 111 level. But if Chairman Powell and the Fed was to leave the door open for another rate cut in the US sooner than the market was anticipating, dollar might show some potential strength towards 110 and beyond. Well, when we look at the currencies, what we've seen last week and what we've seen over the last couple of weeks is the dollar hold the upper hand against both the euro and against sterling. So it's euro dollar is down at 111. So there's a bit of uh, dollar strength against both the euro and against sterling. And that's in the context of, if you look at the last couple of weeks, what have we seen? We've seen better than expected US data, Mm -hmm. which has helped the dollar, weaker than expected eurozone data, which has been unhelpful to the euro. And a lot of concerns and a lot of the rhetoric over Brexit is talking more of a no deal scenario. So that's impacted uh, sterling. As regards the outlook, really from a dollar perspective, the key thing will be is the Fed. Does the Fed follow through more closely what the market's expecting? In other words, more rate cuts or uh, does it disappoint versus market expectations? So if it disappoints versus market expectations, it could help support the dollar. But obviously, if it follows through and matches more in line what the market's expecting, it could bring some downward pressure to bear on the dollar. But again, you have to take a step back and look at what's happening elsewhere. From a euro perspective, you have the ECB that's about to cut interest rates most likely in September. Mm-hmm. And then from a sterling perspective, you've got the ongoing Brexit. So there's a there's negatives weighing down all three respective mm-hmm. currencies, which is why, despite some moves in the last couple of days, we're still within relatively narrow range trading uh, for the main currency pairs. John, it's all about the central banks at the moment. And thank you for taking us through the latest talk. Thank you to our customers and listeners for following our weekly podcast. To keep on top of developments, please press the subscribe button to AB's Market Talk on the podcast apps for iOS or Android. Bye-bye for now. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. First Trust Bank is a trademark of AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC, authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.